joining me right now is Hex Fight Series welterweight Hashi Friedrich. What's going on, Hashi? What's up, man? Nice to see you. Good, man. Um, the first thing I want to get into is your professional debut. It happened when you were a teenager. Could you yeah. uh, tell me about how that all went down? Yeah, sure, man. Well, um, look, I, I a lot of bandages and smokers and that sort of thing when I was when I was a teenager before I turned eighteen. And um, yeah, it all kind of like um, I don't know. I got I got super busy, you know. Um, and then I took a year off because I thought I was going to quit fighting. I was being a teenager about it. I was done with it. I was like, no, fuck this. It's too hard. It's like. It's a bit of a, a bit of a cunty sport. I didn't like anyone in it, but yeah, then I found a new club and um, and I started training then at uh, Renegade when I moved to Flemington. Um, and while I was there, I just did heaps of jujitsu and stuff. And uh, I saw this fight pop up on Valor. Um, it was on like I don't know, like ten days' notice or two weeks' notice or something. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh. Sick, he's a welterweight, let's go. Um, it was a great way to make a debut. I mean, I didn't know at the time quite, like the guy had just come off a 14 second KO embrace and was like six and two or some shit. So it was a good experience, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good way to get started. Definitely, because you went in there and you got that first round finish on an experienced dude. Yeah, that's right, man. I kind of, I went in there and just wanted to put, put my name down and just be like, hey, I'm back on the block, you know, but. It was cool. It was a really good way to do it. And uh, man, that Eddie Treman bloke, fuck, he was strong. <laughs> he was just a powerhouse, dude. I remember he, there was just one, one thing I remember about the fight very well. He kicked me in the knee and it was just swollen for fucking days. It was, it was a shitty like little inside leg kick and it was just fucking just massive for days, like a balloon. <laughs> yeah. Now you fast forward. You are fighting out of King's MMA. You are the head coach. You know, the, the gym started from humble beginnings. Could you talk about how you hooked up with them? Yeah, man. Like, I, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I, was, I was training at, um, you know, at, like, Energy with a coach from Absolute. And, uh, and while I was training, I, um, I blew out my knee. Uh, it was in the lead up to a fight that I had with Peter Davenport lined up on on ASC and um yeah my, my my knee exploded and that was fucking shit so I I was I was all down in the dumps and I didn't know what to do with myself um and so I've gone all right shit well I've got a bunch of spare time I'll, I'll clean out my garage and make some mats and train some people and I guess that's how it kind of happened and it snowballed fairly fucking quickly <laughs> yeah so um that's how we got started, man. And, and from there, you know, we're three years on. Now we've got our own facility uh, down in Bayswater. Um, we've got everything we could want, you know, hundreds of meters of mats and bags, cage, whatever you need. So it's good. Really like it. Yeah. It must be going really well since you are in Phuket right now preparing for your fight. Yeah, it definitely helps, man. Uh, King's been a big support, you know. I've, I've had support from a couple of sponsors as well. Like, um, there's this company down there, Building Principles. They they run construction and that sort of thing in the background um, for a lot of major organizations. And so they help send us over here and, and just, just tee it all up. So, yeah, I've got a few people to thank for it. But um, definitely a big factor was, was the fact that, you know, I run my own gym and, and I'm able to delegate the classes where I need to and, and head over here. And plus, I've got the best coaching team in the world, you know, like I've got James Tenacity down there who's like 
a ridiculously high level black belt. And I don't know if you've met the guy, but the guy's a fucking freak, right? Um, and so I, I, like, I know the guys are in good hands between him, uh, my partner, Amy, she teaches while I'm gone. Um, and a couple of the other boys like Lucas, you know, just stepping up and taking some of the classes for me. It's been really good. Nice. Now, I just mm. recently saw that you joined One Outfighter Management Team. Um, yes, sir. Do you have a manager before, or is this something new that you added to your, uh, your group? This is something new, and as anyone can fucking tell from my record, I've never had a manager. Um, you know, doing stupid shit, like being 19 years old and going, hey, fuck it, I'll fight Eddie Truett on two weeks' notice. You know what I mean? Like, I think you probably would have read the second fight after that was a, uh, was a black belt from SPMA, Steve McAuliffe, who was on like a 7-0 winning streak of first-round finishes. So, like, I did some stupid shit. Yeah, and uh, so I brought someone on to help me stop doing stupid shit. <laughs> well, you know, of course you have to have somebody, you know, behind you to kind of guide you to the, you know, to the so. proper path, right? So you could get the better fight, so you could r rise up in the ranks. That's right, and that's what I'm here to do. I've, I've reshaped my fight camp. I, I've redone everything from base level up. Um, and the reason for that isn't because I have some sort of spite against the people that were around me. Uh, it's simply because I, I need to level up. And uh, at the moment, at the level that we're playing at in Australia, an Australian MMA, sorry, <clears throat> thing, uh, it's really gotten to the point where you've got to have a proper team around you. You've got to have every facet of the game covered because it's grown so quickly and we're at such a high level now, you know? Um, you get to the top level here, you're competitive with the best in the world. So that's what I'm here to do. Definitely. You have been out of action for almost a year now. Why did you take Correct. a long layoff? Just a myriad of different little things, you know. I had, uh, I had my fair share of little injuries and stuff that got in the way. Um, and as, as you probably could understand, running a gym and all that sort of stuff, it takes a, a certain level of time and attention away from what you're doing. Um, so we had to get that to a point where I could kind of leave it alone for a while and prepare, um, not just by myself, but sort of in it as well. So teaching probably two days a week now, as opposed to six, uh, is a big difference in terms of freeing up my time to train. Um, cause I also, you know, I, I, I still work and all that sort of thing. Um, and I do a lot of things to sort of keep the ball rolling, so to speak. So yeah, it's, um, it's just been a, a busy year. Uh, one that I'm very grateful for, actually. We've had an amazing amount of growth just in the gym, personally, at home. Like, everything's going fantastic. So I just felt like it was the right time to come back and really show the world for division where I'm at, you know? So basically, you have been building a foundation so you could actually come back to fighting and focus 100% into it, right? I realized that with my last fight, uh, I was disappointed not not in the results so to speak uh it, i was quite disappointed with um how i went about it like i i went into that fight i was quite well prepared i was i trained really hard for it but i smashed my shin up a couple of weeks beforehand um and at that point if i had a good coaching team you know they probably would have forced me out of the fight um and i think that i made a mistake in continuing with the fight and it cost me um it cost me an opportunity to beat a big name in anton zafia i think he's a fantastic fighter and uh and i'm by no means saying that if i was healthy i would have 100 beaten him but it would have fucking helped um so it is what it is and uh and i just wanted to come back and make sure that i do it you know the right way 
Now you're returning at Hex Fight Series 14. When you first heard your opponent's name, what came to your mind? Sprawl, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, he's, uh, he's a really nice guy. I mean, we've, we've trained together beforehand. Um, I actually got offered this fight about two years ago and I said no. Um, so I got offered the fight and uh, my missus was training at his gym with uh, Jake Matthews, Accelerate and all that sort of stuff. And, um, and I was all like, I have respect for that. I'll say no. Like we spied together a little bit, we're kind of friends, won't do it. And I found out that he had said yes. So it was like, okay, fair enough. You know, we don't have to be close mates. That's cool. Um, so I, you know, I waited a long time. Uh, Amy's now left that gym. She's training at Immersion in May. And uh, I was like, okay, let's go. Um, as soon as they said the name, let's do it. So yeah, it was, it's a good fight to make, I think. I think he's very explosive. I think that, that I'm uh, very well-rounded. So it's going to be an interesting fight of, of sort of what wins out here. You, of course, represent King's MMA, Absolute MMA. But right now, we, you mentioned earlier that you are in Phuket, you know, in your preparations at Tiger Muay Thai. Why did you decide to go out there? Just for a bit of fun, bro. Who doesn't like Thailand? Yeah, it's cool. Um, no, but in all seriousness, man, the, the heat enables your body to recover a little bit quicker, in my opinion. Um, I haven't felt sore day to day. It's been crazy. Training two, three times a day and, uh, and recovery has just been like fast as fuck. Um, so, yeah, that combined with, you know, I don't know. It's just been uh, really good to knuckle down and focus. I think less distractions with work and that sort of thing definitely pay, pay a big factor for me in terms of how hard I can train and when I'm going to get to training and all that sort of stuff. So I've got no outside commitments. Um, I could work from a laptop here and uh, I can, yeah, I can just get my shit done. Was there anything that you have been working on particularly in Thailand? No, no, nothing in particular. Would hate to give something away. No. Um, I have, uh, I've just been, just been training hard, man. That's all, that's all there is to it. Just hard work. And, um, you know, I think come next four days, you guys, you're going to see a pretty violent display of all the shit that I've been working on. It's good. It's good. Where do you see Saeed being the biggest threat? I think if he's able to, oh. <laughs> fucking no, man, he's not going to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> he's um he's he's a really talented guy, but I think you know in terms of threats, uh, it would be how explosive he is. You know how he, he's able to sort of capitalize on situations very quickly um, because of his you know athleticism that he's built through wrestling. So I think that um, I think at the, at the end of the day, he's a really really good athlete, um, and that's the things that I got to watch out for in the fight is all those explosive movements. You know, big hooks, big takedowns, all that sort of shit. Um, but when it comes to the actual fight, I'm well-rounded. I, I can finish the fight absolutely anywhere. And every MMA fighter says this, they're like, oh yeah, whether it's stand up or on the ground, you know, I got this. I truly do. <laughs> I, I truly, truly do. So, I mean, you can see that from my record. You can see that from my finishes. Every single fight I've won, I've finished. Every single one is either a TKO or a submission. And, and I don't plan on changing that. Yeah, you do. You do have all finishes. It that draws a lot of attention to you. You you've created a reputation for yourself. 
does that kind of put a little bit more pressure for you to go out there and finish your opponent every single time? Man, if you're a fighter and you're not going out there to finish your opponent every single time, reevaluate your fucking career. Like, what are you even doing if you don't want to finish the guy? Come on. I think, I think that every fighter that goes out there, they want to, they want to put on a show. We all, we all love the show. We love the glory. We love finishing people. Like, it's what we're born to do. So I don't think anyone goes out there with the intention of going, oh, yeah, I'm going to grind this out to a decision. Maybe Saeed's doing that. I don't know what he's planning, but I fucking doubt it. I think he wants to finish me, and I want to finish him. All right, June 30th, Hex Fight Series 14. Saeed Karzal is going to face you. And it's going to be an exciting fight. A lot of people believe it's going to be a clash of styles. I don't believe this. I think that this fight is going to be all over the place. So good luck to you, man, and thank you for your time. Oh, thank you so much. I look forward to it too.